Welcome to episode two of Musing Mashup. Episode two is going to be kind of a another practice episode. My cold is much better, as one can hear in my voice. I'm not as garbled, and you know, I, don't need, I have the need to clear my throat as much as I did. So, what I'd like to do in this episode is I'd like to give an update. I'd like to talk briefly about randomness. If you listened to my first episode, you'll know that randomness is one of the topics of this podcast, aside from history, spirituality, and and such. Then I'd like to talk about uh, takeaway. I know in other countries, especially in other parts of the Anglosphere, takeaway is like um, takeout. We're not talking about takeout food. We're talking about takeaway. What what one may take away from this podcast after listening to it, you know, like you listen to it, digest it, and what you take away from it. I really hope that there aren't many people who would just listen to it and agree with everything because I think that's kind of not the point of having a podcast. I mean, that's fine. I mean, if you agree with everything, that's fine, but I'm sure there's going to be something that I might say that someone might say, well, I don't agree with that, and that's fine, right? How many times can I say fine in the same sentence? I think I did it like four times just then. So I wanted to talk about takeaway. What you'll take away from the podcast, um, I'll throw out there a, a phrase that I remember, kind of like a euphemism about takeaway. So uh, I'd like to do some housekeeping, sound and equipment. Quite a few people who listen to this more than I had anticipated, which I'm thankful for that, uh, messaged me about my sound, my equipment. They said the sound was good. I guess my equipment is good. No one said anything about that. Some um, people had mentioned that the music was, was a little bit distracting. I can understand that, and listening to it um, after I published it, the music, I didn't know that it was going to be playing throughout the whole podcast, and also, I didn't know if it would play through the whole podcast, I didn't know it would be that loud. I don't think it was drowning me out, but it. some people had said it could be distracting. My inspiration for that music was from um, a podcast called Lore by Aaron Mankey. He's been doing that since around 2015. His was one of the inspirations I talked to in my first episode when I said I wasn't sure if I'm allowed to mention other people's podcasts, and I learned, out, learned that I am. So he ha- he plays, he has someone called Chad Lawson playing piano um, lightly, I shouldn't say lightly, softly in the background. I don't think he's playing it while Aaron's doing his podcast, but Chad is a, Chad Lawson is a, a performer. And Aaron's using his, Aaron Mankey's using his recordings in the back, ever so slightly playing, so lightly playing. And that was the, um, kind of like what I was going for, the look, sound I was going for, but it didn't quite work out that way. It's a little bit loud. Again, I don't think it was drowning me out, but I will start playing around with that. And speaking of inspirations, my other inspiration is Catherine Nikolai. Catherine Nikolai does a, hosts a podcast called Nothing Much Happens. And I, I just love the, the name of that, because you listen to that and you say, all right, what, what is this even about? Her, the simplicity of that name, I think, draws people in. She tells bedtime stories, but they're for adults. And I will be doing that in this podcast, but I don't want to do what she does because I, I don't think... Inspiration is great, but I, I don't think um, people should be copying what other people do. And I, I don't know if that's the if that makes sense to other people who maybe are content creators. I'm still getting used to that, that term, content creator, because anybody can be a content creator. But um, So my inspiration behind the music was Aaron Mankey's Lore, which I highly suggest, recommend listening to that. And I'm not a 
a name dropper or a degree dropper, but I think I mentioned it last time that I know I mentioned that I teach history, but I have a BA in history, BA in education, and a master's in history, and I listen to Aaron Mankey's podcast, Lore, and I learned something new each time. Yet he was also, his was also the one of the inspirations that I talked about last time, where I said, if somebody can do this, why can't I if I have two degrees in this? So I didn't, when I said that, I didn't mean like I was putting him down, like, oh my God, anybody can do this. What I meant was, um, if somebody can do this who hasn't devoted their entire life to studying this topic or the subject, then why can't I do it? So he's, his was the, the reason why I had the um, music in the background. And I would suggest listening to him. His podcast called Lore. He's got other ones as well. Cabinet of Curiosities is one. Um, and there is another one. And I, it, it escapes me right now. Catherine Nikolai, though, her, hers is perfect right before you go to sleep. It's like nice, kind of like feel-good type stories. And she tells them twice. She says it in a normal voice, and then she slows it down. And it's just, it's just very well presented. It's very well done. So that's where the music came from. Uh, other, also with housekeeping, um, I'm going to keep this recording or these recordings, this podcast, as unscripted as possible. In other words, I'm not going to write out or type out an entire script and read from it and not digress uh, at, at all or not not deviate at all. I'm am going to do that. And there were some people I'll, I'll credit them in a few minutes who suggested that I don't do that. So just understand that. When I'm talking to you, um, this is unedited and unfiltered. The only time I might filter is if I mute myself, if the dog starts acting up or, or if I need to clear my throat. Um, I really want to keep it, quote-unquote, keep it real. Um, the only thing I'm really doing is reading from um, some notes I had handwritten on a piece of loose leaf. So I'm trying to keep it as unscripted as possible. So I said, um, we talk about updates. Updates since my first episode. Again, please bear with me. This is my second episode, so this is also a practice episode. Diet. When I say the word diet, I'm not talking about going on a diet. I'm talking about more about like uh, lifestyle choices when it comes to the food we put in our bodies and drink we put in our bodies. Um, I had been overindulging uh, for the past three weeks, as one does, holidays and everything like that. But I think it's in my life, my age, 27, at 27, uh, 47, and the fact that I've changed my diet significantly since I found out I'm pre-diabetic back in June, that when I overindulged these past three weeks, it really hit me hard. It's, it, it took, it's taken me over a week to kind of like bounce back from that. The, the bloating, the, the just the burning in my stomach, just the general discomfort and, and lethargy, it's unbelievable. And the reason I say that is because the human body is so interesting, and I, I, I can't speak on a scientific level with regard to the scientific terms, but it's amazing in that you can, for example, you cut yourself and you'll bleed, right? You know that will happen, and you can explain why. You can look at it and say, I, I took a knife and I was cutting, chopping something, and I cut my finger, and now I'm bleeding. But you don't realize how the simplest things that go on inside your body, how they how they affect the rest of how you feel and so on. I guess my analogy there was you can cut yourself and know what you just did and how that's going to, okay, I'm going to bleed now, let me get a Band-Aid or whatever. But when you put something in your body, even if you can't explain the process of how it works inside, 
it can really mess everything up. The simplest thing. I had started doing low carb. I, I don't. I don't do keto. I, I tried that. I can't do it. Um, I was doing 30 grams of carbs per meal. So 30 at breakfast, 30 at lunch, 30 at dinner, and 15 at two snacks in between. So that's a total of is that 90. 120 grams of carbs a day, which is low carb. So here I am now the past three weeks eating Christmas cookies and bread and so on. I felt like garbage. So that's that's an update since the first episode last week is I wasn't feeling too great. You know, I had a cold, but I also wasn't feeling great internally, meaning my, ex, um, physio, my physiology. Um, not, not one diet works for everybody. I'm not trying to tell everybody to go on a low carb diet, but it's amazing how the body responds to what we put in it. Um, I'm over my cold, so hopefully my voice sounds better. Now one can enjoy the rich, dulcet, velvety smoothness of my warm caramel voice. I'm just kidding. I actually wrote that down because I wanted that to sound ridiculously stupid, which it did. I'm turning the page over now. We had a snow day today, which means if you have children at home or if you remember back when you were a kid, um, school gets called on a snow day. That What that also means is I got... Um, no uninterrupted sleep last night because I was up every hour looking at my email to see if we had school today. They didn't call until around 5 this morning, which is fine because if they call too early sometimes, it just, it just doesn't work well. Which also means that um, I have that uh, enjoyment of the snow outside, not having to go out. And it's like a, a noisy silence. Because you go outside and you, you, you sit and when the snow's coming down or you stand outside took the dog outside before and you can just not only feel the snow in the air you know hitting your face and such but you can I can smell it I don't know if that's ozone I don't know what that smell is but it's like that it's a heavy silence I don't mean heavy silence in a bad way but it's like a like I said a noisy silence very peaceful so I'm, I've got that I'm thankful for the snow day today and if you live in other parts of the United States or in other countries if you look at the snowfall that we're having today in New Jersey You'll probably laugh at the fact that we are out of school because it's like things shut down when one one flurry falls. When I know places like Wisconsin, um, Minnesota, places like that, they're dealing with that all the time. Parts of Canada and other parts of the world as well. All right. So uh, topics that I talked about and where I'm looking: randomness and takeaway. Randomness again, one of the topics of the actual podcast, aside from history and spirituality and such, is uh, randomness. I got the idea for randomness in, in a podcast from a talk show that people from where I live in the Jersey Shore, they will know the talk show called Bob Levy's Topic A. It was on 1160 AM from around, I would say like maybe like 1978, 79 until only a few years ago. I think it's actually still on, but his wife does it now. Bob Levy would come on every Sunday morning and he would just talk about stuff and people would call in and then that might change the topic a little bit so that's where I got the idea of randomness where he he, he knew what he what he wanted to say but he didn't always have it scripted where he was going with it and I really like that um, it, it made for for a less stuffy type of a show I listen to some podcasts and I give people credit for this but I can't see myself standing in a recording studio in my house with a microphone dropping down from the ceiling and just reading a script or a story. I can't do it. I like listening to podcasts like that, but I I can't do that. And I give those people a lot of credit for that. Um, so my 
My idea for the randomness in this podcast is Bob Levy's topic A. And if you're somebody who's from the area and you remember that, please um, please feel free to message me on the email that's listed in the um, in the podcast uh, descriptions and so on. If it's not there, I'll go back and check and make sure it's there. It's K-Y-L-E-W-B-A-N-N-E-R at gmail.com. I think at this point I'd like to comment on anything people may have asked or emailed me or suggested. So I'd like to do that every episode at some point, maybe in the beginning, maybe in the middle, maybe at the end. In this case, one of my students, Peleg, he had mentioned about the music. I was talking about how the um, the music was could be distracting to people, but <clears throat> I guess there is a way for me to make it a little bit softer and play it throughout. So if anybody knows how to do that, please let me know. Um, one of my other students, Edward, he had talked about how he liked my mention of the Pledge of Allegiance. Because if you remember my first episode, I said that some of the things I'm going to be talking about are just things in society that I see that people talk about or mouth off about. And they're just wrong. And Edward had said, uh, he was my student last year, he had said that it's true like we say the pledge of allegiance every morning in school and like everybody stands for it in in my career i've had three students who haven't stood up for it but i heard the other day kids never don't even say the pledge of allegiance anymore yes they do so i I like that he that he kind of like he said yeah you're right people do say things that they really have no clue what they're talking about and i'll get to that as another part of the segment as well um Someone called Cub Boy, I don't know, I guess it's a spirit animal, like a baby bear, hopes that I keep it unscripted and, he said, raw, right? I know, I know what that means. Um, when I think of raw, I think Eddie Murphy raw. I'm not going to be um, using profanity or anything like that in this podcast. But yes, my goal is to not have it scripted. I will write out notes because I need to keep myself kind of like focused, but I'm not going to be having it all scripted out and typed out and reading from that and not deviating. So <clears throat> I said that Randomness and takeaway would be the topics for this segment. This segment is not going to be as long as the other one. My first one, I don't think, unless I just go off on a tangent. So we talked about the randomness and where that comes from. Bob Levy is my inspiration for that. And the takeaway, it's it's a topic, and I, I hope that people can take something from each podcast. Again, it's it's not the idea of of agreeing with everything that I say because I'm an expert in certain things, but I'm certainly not an expert in every, everything that I'm going to talk about. I'm reminded of a saying, this is what I talked about in the beginning, I guess it's a euphemism or a colloquialism, if that's the right word. Swallow the meat and spit out the bone and the fat. I'm probably not even saying that correctly, but it's like, you eat a piece of meat, you chew it, if you have a piece of bone, you spit it out, a piece of fat, you spit it out, and you swallow the meat. So you listen to the podcast, you listen to an episode, you read a book even. If you don't agree with something, then then just ignore it. That doesn't mean there aren't other things that you might agree with. It's kind of like that old saying, don't throw out the baby with the bathwater. It's like that. So my hope is that somebody, people can take something out of this podcast. That growling in the background, it's not my stomach. That is, and the snort. That is my 70-pound pit bull who thinks he's 10 pounds, and he's rolling on his back. I guess he's got an itch. Um, so this past week, the idea of of takeaway, like like doing something or listening or watching or reading something and taking away what you will and leaving what you don't.
don't like or don't agree with. This happened to me last week, or this week, I should say. I was looking at videos from my eighth grade students. Whilst doing that, I found a video from a, a um, this dog is hysterical. He's just rolling on his back, having a great time behind me. It's a YouTube, I guess the channel is The Politically Incorrect Guide to Modern Capitalism by the Capital Research Center, all right? This uh, channel came up because of I, I, because of the topic that I put in. The video I watched was about the North and South just before the Civil War. And I watched the video and what they brought up and what they said, they did a really great job of it. There's this commonly perpetuated myth that everyone in the North prior to the Civil War was an abolitionist, meaning that they were against slavery, which is so untrue. And these guys did a really great job in, in pointing that out. They gave great examples like um, when an angry crowd almost killed the abolitionist uh, editor of his own newspaper, William Lloyd Garrison. They ran him out of town and almost killed him. This was in the North. I think it was in Boston. You can't get more North than Boston. Geographically, you can, but I think you get my point. In the North before the Civil War, there were people who were very much against abolition. They didn't want to free the slaves. Either they didn't care about it, or they agreed with slavery, or they said it's none of our business. Let those people in the South decide. So I really like what these guys were saying about how there are these myths we perpetuate in history, and it really didn't happen that way. But think about that. It really didn't happen that way, or it really doesn't happen that way. Keep that in mind. Also, I don't think they mentioned it in the video that I watched, but the same topic the North and abolition prior to the Civil War. In 1863, during the, right after the, during the Gettysburg campaign, um, free black people were being lynched in New York City and set on fire. They do a pretty decent job of showing this in the Gangs of New York, the movie from about 2001, I guess it was. I show a segment of that when, when I do the Civil War with my students. But again, going back to my point is you, you read something, you listen to something, you watch something, and you take something out of it. Just because you don't agree with one thing, you don't throw the entire thing away. And let me get to my point with these, these men's, they're two men, that's why I say men, these men's um, politically incorrect guide to modern capitalism. Their video on the, the United States of the North prior to the Civil War was great. It's only about a five-minute segment. It was really good. And I'm going to use that. I'm going to use that in my classes when I show my students how it's not like everybody in the North was against slavery. Some people really supported it and some people didn't care. But you know how you're, you're watching YouTube or something like that and you're watching the video and then it just goes into the next video, maybe from that same channel? That's what happened here. I, I was meal prepping. I was making green beans and <clears throat> I make them with olive oil and um, garlic. It's pretty good. And this is a new video is playing and I said, like, all right, let me see what these guys have to say, what their next video is. And as the next video played, it um, started where they were talking about these two men from this politically incorrect, whatever it's called, their, their, their channel, talking about how public schools are failing our students. And it's because of all the tax dollars for public education are being spent on more and more administrators and funds are going to teachers unions. One of those is a bold-faced lie. I mean, it is not true. Um, both these statements, taken as they were presented, were completely off the charts. 
and, and how actually, literally wrong and incorrect it was. Schools are often scaling down on administration in order to cut costs and streamline things. For example, with the technology we have today and less pencil and paper, keeping track of paperwork and so on, there are even fewer secretaries. There are fewer secretaries, there are fewer administrators. My school, I started teaching, I'm teaching 25 years, I'm there in that building 23 years. So we had, what, four vice principals and a principal? Now we have two vice principals and a principal. And, I, and I'm one school in, in, in one district, meaning there are other schools in my district where the same things happen. So we're not the only school district that's cut back on administrators. And upper administration, like superintendents, there are fewer of those too, of them too. And I looked, I looked it up, I did, um, not extensively, but across New Jersey, there are fewer school administrators as there were over the past like 20 years, 15, 20 years. So if you, in other parts of the country, that may be different. And I will say this, in some, and I'm saying air quotes here, in some poor school districts or um, inner city districts, yes, there are more administrators because their, their needs are different. Their needs are different. So those administrators are dealing with different things, right? Um, but th if you listen to these men, these gentlemen's um, commentaries and their, and their their next video that I was watching, if you didn't do your research or if you didn't ask somebody who was in education, like a teacher, you would think that, oh my God, uh, all my tax dollars are going to pay administrators. No, not. Because most school districts have fewer of the administrators. And that's not a bad thing. I'm not against administration, but um, fewer uh, fewer chiefs and more Indians is often a, a good thing. Let the Indians do their job um, and not be chiefed all the time. The funds are going to teachers' unions. The way that the way they presented it was taxpayer dollars are going to fund teachers' unions. Now, I'm a teacher, and my union dues get taken out of my paycheck. I can opt to be out of the union, like I can, I can opt to not, not be in it, but my funds, the funding of the teacher union does not come from your tax dollars. Like, like there's not a check that the local government, like the, the town where I teach, they, they don't collect your tax dollars, then write a check to teachers unions. So that, that's a bold faced lie, right? Um, now what they may have been getting at was teachers are paid through tax dollars and then we contribute dues to our union. That's true. But if you were to just listen to what these men were saying, and they did it on purpose. They did it on purpose because everyone has a motive. And that's not a bad thing. It's not, it's not, everyone has an agenda. Everyone has a motive. So their agenda is to support private schools. And I don't say, I don't mean Catholic schools or pro, I mean private like charter schools. That's their goal. So of course they're going to say this. So they're, they're, they're supporting their agenda. But you have to read things carefully. Now, in this case, listen to these things carefully. So now you hear that noise in the background, my sound effects. He's not rolling on his back. Now he's licking his paws. So I'm not licking anything on my body. Like I didn't just eat an ice cream cone or anything like that. Um, why am I talking about teachers unions and such? Because this video that these men put out, which was right after the video that I really liked, I could go back and say, tech with them. I'll never listen to that channel again. No, because I really like one or the other and two, actually another one, but it doesn't do this topic. Two of the videos, they had other videos in their channel. 
So I hope you do the same thing with this podcast, that if you hear something that you don't agree with, you don't like, you don't just like throw it out and say, I'm not listening to that garbage anymore. He's an idiot. I am an idiot, but you don't have to actually say that to me. Um, People will watch and listen to things, kind of a different topic. People will watch and listen to things and read things and quote things that fit their own ideas. It's not a new thing. It's not a new thing at all. When Thomas Jefferson wrote the Declaration of Independence, he had um, Magna Carta, he had Thomas Paine's writings like Common Sense in front of him. He was using texts that agree with what he was trying to say. People do that all the time. It's not a new thing. But I think today with the internet, back then, a lot of people still couldn't read. Most Americans could to an extent. But in the analogy, in that analogy or example that I'm giving with Thomas Jefferson is, he sat and wrote the Declaration of Independence and pulled from other people's writings from that time period or before who agreed with his premise and what he was writing. People do that now, but people today are not as educated as Thomas Jefferson was. People are going on Facebook and saying, oh, I, this is what I believe. Let me find somebody who agrees with me so I can now perpetuate this ridiculous way of thinking that I have that is backed up by Joe's website on whatever the topic is. That's not research. That's not research. That's like me um, having this opinion on whatever it may be and going to Mad Magazine. If you're old enough to remember Mad Magazine, I think this don't make it. I want to find something in print. I, oh, I read it. Look, oh, I read that. You read it in Mad Magazine. So you really have to look at what you're listening to, look at what you're thinking about when you look, listen to something or read something and pull from what you will. And the reason I gave that uh, an example or analogy I just gave was because listen to this podcast, enjoy it, whatever the topic may be, but please do not, um, don't pull from it and take things out of context and make your own narrative about it that doesn't fit what I'm saying. So have t- take away, take something from it even if you don't agree with everything I say, take something from it, but don't pull and make your own narrative that doesn't fit what I, what I mean, All right? So don't be one of those people who goes on and listens to something and says, oh, he's a jerk, and always anything he has to say. You can do that, but there's gotta be something that somebody says that you could maybe relate to. So that's that. So, that, so when I say takeaway, I really hope that people get something out of what I'm saying. And it could be that I'm rambling like an idiot. And again, this is only my second one. I am still, quote unquote, practicing. But yes, so enjoy the randomness of today. Um, If you can, especially local people, look up Bob Levy if you don't remember who he was. Um, Really good presenter. And what I liked about Bob Levy was if you listen to his program, you you, you could never tell what his party was. You you couldn't really tell. Was he down? because he would talk about the topic. His show was called Topic A. I'm sure there's a way for me to find out if I really wanted to what the topic what, what, what party. But my point is, he presented himself in a way that he was just thinking about the topic and not, not only leaning one way and bringing in things that feed his vision or his view of how something should be, which is what people do today. They have an idea, they have a thought process, they have an opinion, and they, oh, they fish. They go like deep sea fishing. Like they dig deep to find people who agree with them. And that's all they present. And it's just bizarre to me. 
use myself as an example, not like I'm perfect, but with that, with those guys on YouTube that I said I liked their one um, episode about the the um, view on slavery before the Civil War, but then their next one, I was like, you're lying about like teaching and so on. I could, I understand what they're saying, and, and they do have a point, but the way they present it was totally false, totally, totally wrong. So I'm going to end this now because I think he has to go O-U-T. I'm not going to say the word because then that means we get all excited. And maybe that'll be on my next episode. I'll talk a little bit about uh, more randomness about how I came across this wonderful creature whose house I share. He allows me to live here. So I will do another episode soon. I don't know if I'm going to be publishing them every Tuesday or every Wednesday or whatnot. But my next topic, um, I want to do one on history because that's... That's the idea that really got me going with this. And I'm going to have a history, something to do with history each episode, like intertwined in it. Like today I'm talking about the video I saw about the North before the Civil War. But um, my next episode I want to talk about New Year's resolutions and Alexa and Siri and how I cannot stand those two people. I think they're women, so I'll say those women. Um, But if they're not, I'm sure someone will kindly remind me that I'm assigning some sort of a gender to them. But I'm, I'm imagining Alexa and Syria women. But we'll talk about them at some point. I wrote them down. And then I'll talk about some sort of a history topic. If you want to, again, please email me, K-Y-L-E-W-B-A-N-N-E-R at gmail.com. And I will take into consideration any suggestions you might have. And if they're ridiculous, I will share them because that would be pretty funny to share. Maybe I should do that. Have a segment where I share the most ridiculous suggestions. If, if people start commenting like that, that would actually be fun. Um, so again, please reach out if you have any questions. I do have a YouTube channel. I, I'm thinking about sharing that. But I need, I need to do another one because the one that I have is for my students. And it just has things on there that wouldn't pertain to everybody, like what we're doing today in class. So if I start a different YouTube channel, I might link it to this. I don't know how I do that, but I'm sure there is a way. See, there we go. He's telling me to shut up. So I'm going to shut up now. I'm going to stop and feel free to comment.